This episode is sponsored by Under Armour and their Infinite Elite Everyday Running Shoe, which I was lucky enough to head out to Barcelona and see being unveiled at its launch and to chat to athletes like Sharon Nakidi, who won the New York Marathon a few years ago, who does all of her easy and steady runs in this pair of shoes. And then we've set Jess from The Running Channel a very specific challenge to train for 12 weeks for her fastest, hopefully, ever 10K, which is also back out in Barcelona. Yeah, she is loving training in this shoe. And I think it's important as well because we're so lucky we get to test lots of different shoes. But we do know that some people just want that one pair that will do everything. So Jess has been doing her long runs, interval sessions, and she will be tackling the final 10K in the Under Armour Infinite Elite shoes. Yeah, big focus on endurance and a brand new foam, which provides extra energy return and looks after you on even your longest runs. So if you want to know more, head to the link in the show notes. We've just run home for Christmas. Oh my goodness. Yes, we've just run 362 kilometers as a relay team from London to the Wirral. And this podcast is going to be a deep dive into the ugly truths, the very much realness of behind the scenes of what goes on in one of these challenges. Rick wanted to run home this year and we helped him. And all seven, actually eight of us, but we'll dive into that a little bit later on, made it somehow. Yeah, this is the Running Channel podcast. Let's get stuck in. Welcome to my mum's living room. She's provided us with <laughs> gifts. The first gift she's provided us with is Gavi. Gavi! <laughs> well, I you don't... two are partaking. I'm I'm abstaining because I've got the Valencia Marathon very soon. So I'm You've being got a bit... to do more running. <laughs> yes, yeah, you guys have seemed to, I think you've finished your running for 2023. Mm-hmm. Because we, yeah, we've, we've covered a, an incredible distance to get all the way up to Rick's childhood home. We're literally in your living room. Um... So it, it's, it's a weird place to finish. This is bizarre. <laughs> uh, you know, the three of us sitting here after run, running so far and setting up. Well, we actually converted my mum's living room into a, a place that it doesn't really normally look like. <laughs> <laughs> We've Christmas-fied it. We've, Christmas-fied We've also brought it, yeah. in, you know, half of... The mud between London and the Wirral. Sorry, Carol. And um, a lot of wires, but I think it looks great. It does. And if you do hear some kind of like um, bumbling in the background, (laughs) it's because Carol Kelsey, my mum, is next door with her friends on the Gavi as well. Listening to Green Day. Excellent choice. (laughs) It's always always one o'clock in the Kelsey Kelsey household. household, Yeah, Yeah. But but this podcast is essentially, we're going to talk through how we did it, the things that went right, the things that went wrong, Sarah. Mm. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, let's blame Sarah. But, I mean, it's just like the amount of research she does to any stats that come yeah. up in the Running Channel podcast. The same amount of uh, skill and execution went into the uh, last three days of, oh my goodness, the look she's given me right now. <laughs> I thought you meant because of, I, oh guys, I didn't realise this was an interrogation no, I, 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 as to what I did wrong. I, no, no, we're, just talking, we're talking about the night shifts that you put in. Yeah. When, you know, when things got a bit tricky. We'll get into that. But first, Andy, we should probably talk about why we did it. Mm. Yeah. Excellent segue. So it's running home for Christmas. We've literally helped you run home for Christmas because anyone that's a regular listener to the podcast would know that you've been through multiple surgeries and we're told you might not ever run again. We hammer on about it a bit, but it was a pretty big deal. And there was a lot of emotion amongst the Running Channel team to do something bigger than we've ever done before. 362 kilometers definitely counts as that. Mm-hmm. Um, and to essentially come together as a team to help you to run home for Christmas because we thought, no offense, 362 kilometers on your own might be a bit beyond you. Just a pinch. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we asked you to name a charity very close to your heart that you that we wanted to support. So we're doing 
this in part to raise awareness for the amazing MND Association. Um, and also because we're launching our Running Home for Christmas campaign with this podcast episode, essentially, to tell you, go to runninghomeforchristmas.com mm-hmm. and sign up completely for free. You just put your details in. Uh, and then all that happens is we want you to join our Strava Club so that any miles or kilometers that you run throughout December will count towards our total. We're trying to hit a million kilometers run by our amazing community around Which the world. Which is double what we did last year. Yes, exactly. Yes. We're raising the stakes. And most importantly, the kilometers start counting on the 1st of December. Yeah. So we've run home for Christmas, but that doesn't count. So that's why we need you. Yeah, exactly. And you could choose to run home for Christmas if that's practical for you, or just run a little bit throughout Around December. Your park, run to yeah. your friend's house. Run every day, run a little bit more than you usually run, do your normal running. Every run that you do will count um, and it will allow us to hit this milestone. And if you have signed up at runninghomeforchristmas.com, then as we accrue the kilometers throughout the month of December, we're going to unlock milestone prizes. And if you're part of that, Again, it's completely free. Then you have a chance to win amazing prizes from Mizuno and sportsshoes.com. Yes. And if you could just give me a little woo, woo you can win a full Mizuno head-to-toe kit. Woo, woo. Uh, yeah, anything else? You can win vouchers from Sports Shoes. Woo, woo. <laughs> or you could win our grand prize, Ooh. which is a trip to Amsterdam, to the Amsterdam Marathon. A VIP woo, trip, woo, yeah. Woo, woo. That felt amazing doing So that. good. There you are know, so You know my prizes. dream job was being a... Game show host. Really? Yeah, honestly. Yeah, don't get your hopes up. Um. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's why we've done it. We'd love everyone. I've got Gavi in the Wirral. Listen, second best. (laughs) And and actually, there's a story about this Gavi as well. But we, um, before that, just please just get involved. Support us in in supporting Rick. There's a charity element too. So all of the details are on the website. But basically, if you'd like to support and donate to the MND Association, then you can through through GiveStar. Mm. Um, Or you could choose to set up a donations page for your own charity that's close to your heart and anything that you set up will kind of fall under the umbrella of this and will all count towards the total that we kind of raise throughout December. Yeah, yeah, essentially we just want people to get out there, get running and just help other people. However you want to do that, you've got options to do it in your own way and I think we've chosen a ridiculous option for ours and yeah. that we've run so far but um, hopefully we're inspiring you to get out there and get running. Yeah, it's been absolutely amazing and you know, you know, I was so happy when you suggested this to me as you know if not panicking slightly um but you know to do it and obviously i've always been a big uh believer supporter uh, of you know raising as much money for research when it comes to motor neuron disease because we lost a, a close family friend to motor neuron disease in the last 12 months and they the charity do amazing work so i wanted to do work for them for two reasons a to give support to families who are going through motor neuron disease so they have respite care because Mm. when you're working with someone who's got MND or looking after a family member it's a full-on job it can be a full-on job and some of the respite care that uh, the MND association give is fantastic and it literally changed their family's lives as well as the people who've got MND and secondly um, there's a lot of amazing research work going on with MND at the moment two percent of the of people who suffer with MND can have their genes analyzed and we can stop the symptoms in their tracks. And if you have MND, you can lose your ability to walk, talk, you know, at some point swallow. So it's it's a cruel, awful disease to get. But 2% of those um, people can have their genes analyzed. The DNA can be identified and at the moment that can be stopped. Wow. Some of this research at the moment can drive that 2% we hope from the type of stuff that we've done in the last week, we can drive 2% to 20%, hopefully later on 20% to 50% 
And, you know, eventually people who we work with in the MND Foundation believe that we can eradicate this disease by identifying genes and getting it down to zero. So that's why we've done this run. Mm. Yeah. So please do just check out all of the details all across all of the running channel, social media um, and at runninghomeforchristmas.com. The link's going to be in the show notes as well. So uh, we'd love to get your support. And that's sort of an unusually somber, but really important part of our podcast. But it wouldn't be the Running Channel podcast without a little bit of fun. So it hasn't been uh, all seriousness, I suppose, on the way up here in the last three days. We've been we've probably got closer together. Probably a bit too close. I now want to be further away. Yeah, I think enough. is what I've, I've realised. Well, I mean, we haven't showered much. Well, yeah, we, we've come straight from the I beach, mean... which is where we finished the run, and and beach perhaps <laughs> miss sells it a little bit. I've had a shower every day. Have you? Uh, I, I have. I, I have. can't distinguish night from day. Yeah, we've, we've when you run when you run at night. When's the when does the day start? This is what I would say. Oh my gosh, why do we do these challenges in the winter? <laughs> like it gets it gets dark. At, you lose all sense of time. It, it gets dark at three p.m. and then suddenly you think it's nine p.m. and actually it's only five p.m. Yeah. Oh, and that then was also, that was really tough. The snacks in the van. It's just whatever time of day it is. Any food is appropriate. Yeah, we had it was we had a lot of snacks in the van. A marmite pinwheel at two a.m. You made sure. some delicious marmite pinwheels. You're very proud of these. Yeah, Andy had one, and then every time I offered him again, he said no. <laughs> I, I mean, he just happened to offer them to me van, at a bad time. Van life is weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's you strange. And, and you I, have I, some very weird conversations in van life. Yeah, I was I, 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 we always trying this podcast to talk directly about running, but I think a lot of people when they go on running trips can identify with how dirty vans get. <laughs> Oh, it's disgusting inside. But also, yeah, do you yeah. mean the do you mean the dirty conversation or the? Dirty? No, I was talking. <laughs> sometimes, you know sometimes you surprise me. Oh, oh, oh hello. Hey, I, Rick, you surprised me in that van. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one needed to see that, did they? But the um, the things that we were talking about made me think of something. In I, I make notes as we go along. This is my like thing to. Oh, I should Here talk about go. this on the podcast. Uh oh, yeah, because granddad's a, memories coming up. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember, I can't remember otherwise. So. um Sarah came out with a, a little gem. I think this was in the middle of the night. Oh, no. I don't think anybody talks about bum chafing enough. <laughs> oh, my God. No, they don't. <laughs> this is right. They so don't Anna because was... is it a thing? Yes. For Have runners. you never had it? For runners? Yeah. yeah. No. Have you I never had bum chafing? Right. So I didn't actually get it on this challenge, but I'm wondering if so James, Mo, and Jess all did runs through <laughs> the night Mo. that were quite long. Mo got it. Jess is in the room. Did you get bum I don't chafing? Know they got it. <laughs> she didn't she didn't find but i've had it before in like a long race especially if it's hot mm. your bum well, that's why we do it in the winter the to avoid bum chafing <laughs> that, that was, was on that, the, that was on the that was on the specifications the, the list. edges of your bum will like rub together <laughs> and then you won't realize it until you get into the shower oh yeah and then stings yeah, oh, yeah. The, the worst i don't want to get too graphic the about this. worst Are you type talking of about pain? your lower bottom the, just like your no, the, like the, the, the outer, your bum e the outer so edges in of your kind of, well, you bum. Outer, I mean, like it's the inside of your bum, right? No, <laughs> the edges of your bum. The edges of your bum run to get yeah, rub together. <laughs> this has got out you, of control. I tell you what, look, people at home. We're if getting you, into kind of if you've had it, then there are, there are lots of there are lots of products that you can put on to to stop that happening. But yeah, that's the kind of chat that we were having. Yeah, in well, when the, you run that far, the these are real life real life problems. I've I've never yeah. run that far in. Five years. Yeah. Should we yeah. talk about how did how did you find it? Yeah. Talk us through like the legs that you ran and how you found them. Well, day one, Jess, who organised this trip, 
uh, impeccably. Um, put me on, you know, a pretty light shift. And then I started adding to my workload just to see Every, if I could up my game. Can I do this one? Can I do this one? That's what you kept point. saying. Yeah. Can I run with you? Can I come out with you? <laughs> no, Rick, you can't. Uh, so day, day one was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then by the end of day two, I'd run close to a marathon. Uh, and then day three, I just thought I'd do try and do most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it hurt by day three. Yeah. But, uh, n- not my knee, obviously, if people are listening to this for the first time, um, three operations, 12 months on crutches and an osteotomy. There you go. That's about, I should just do that like that every week. That's yeah. his, uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, his yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's that's got it on a little name tag. Yeah, yeah. That's his bio. Yeah. That's my bio, yeah. Um, so the osteotomy didn't hurt me at all. Um, but Andy is obviously very good because he's had so many niggles throughout his Olympic career. Basically, my, my calves became balls of glue. Uh, I'm sure lots of runners yeah, probably they were really tight with you, that. They? So we were trying to, we were trying to protect you from yourself as much yeah. as anything else because you were kind of maybe humble is not the right word but like you were very emotional about everyone taking on this challenge with you and i think you wanted to be there every step of the way which was really yeah. lovely but like yeah well you needed to protect it from yourself the reason that we were doing it as a team of seven was that you're um you know you'd had this pretty serious like medical history so we couldn't let you run hundreds of kilometers so that's why we were all here sharing the burden to kind of raise awareness with, alongside you yeah but i suppose and you know i, and I very much appreciate that i think i I probably I would have I would have done more, uh, but I felt comfortable of what I did do. But I think for people who are coming back to running, who listen to this part, that you realise that there are parts of your body that if you're getting into long distance running, that hurt, <laughs> and you've yeah. forgotten about those parts of your body and how they hurt when you run like, extremely long distances. It's a repetitive like, nature mean? of it, right? So your calves yeah. are really tight because you just haven't used them. You haven't and used them, them like that. that yeah, yeah. But it was an amazing, it was, it was phenomenal. Mm. Got a little segue for Sarah. Go on. I said seven team members. And also we're talking about like soreness and niggles and the, the, the difficulties of it. Do we have a little kind of. <laughs> I had a shocker. You had a shocker. <laughs> but you, you run far shocker. further than both, both Rick and I though. Yeah. Like you so were taking on some pretty brutal yeah. legs. And this was a 19 kilometer leg through central Birmingham actually piggy blinders country yeah so I was supposed to be doing like throughout the whole three days 75 kilometers I think no seven yeah 75 and um and I was like that's fine I can do that and then on I think either the second leg of day one yeah the second leg of day one I was on the canal. Canal paths are so hard to run on, like so hard because you get like a 10 meter stretch of concrete Mm. and then you get like weird bumpy bricks and then you just get mud and then you're in a bog and then you're in a puddle. You're like just constantly like Uh, adapting to the uh, terrain. And in the dark. And in the dark, dark, which doesn't help. So you're watching your your focus. Yeah. And then at one point I just like ran into, I didn't see it, like a whole tree branch was fallen. And so then... I like tried to jump out of it, but I think I I just didn't do it very well. Essentially, right. <laughs> I didn't fall over though, winning. And then from that point on, I just felt like my IT band was not happy at all. And actually, when I first started training and like when I first started running, that was like an injury that I picked up. Like my IT band didn't do enough strength and conditioning. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, my IT band was just really painful in marathon training. And then I got pain in my knee and I started to feel that happen. And I was like, oh no, there's no getting out of this. No matter how much you stretch, you're in a hole. And then for day two, I had uh, about 15 kilometers was my first run. Then I had a few hours off and then I knew I had a 
22, I think it was. And there is, I, I just got into that headspace of like, I can't do this. Because it was it was that weird thing of like I knew I had the fitness like you were emotional heart, weren't you Yeah I was just crying sobbing on the trails well, we, we, but like we found so it surprising though because you're really a very consistent runner we know your times we know where we expect to see you and when mm-hmm. but obviously we left you mid afternoon in central Birmingham <laughs> about three and we days saw you, later we saw saw you later in the week on the out in Wolverhampton well, yeah so I set off it I remember like because Anna was running after me I think and I remember being about to set off and I was like okay being realistic like just over a half marathon let's allow two and a half hours yeah and I remember just looking down at my watch at about like 15 kilometers which on a good day would take like an hour 25 and I was like almost approaching two hours <laughs> and I was like don't, don't think I'm gonna make two and a half hours yeah. and then I just gradually like I hate not being able to do stuff Mm. like there is no especially as a team challenge there is nothing worse than like feel I know I wasn't I know you guys were like supporting me but there is nothing worse than feeling like you're letting people down yeah I was a little bit disappointed (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking I'm joking Andy was just standing there like oh my bedtime's got later by 10 minutes how dare you but also you can't underestimate Rick and I both did one as well like the, the night legs are so were so difficult like yeah. it's a strange time to be running it's actually quite hard even particularly the distances you're running fueling wise as well because it's a funny time of the day to be running you oh have... i'm terrible as well didn't you see a bloke underneath a bridge on the canal in a pitch yeah. in the pitch, in the pitch, on pitch his own. so this was yeah so i was out cycling with tom and uh not in a good way and we got to this big tunnel so and you were then, running and tom was cycling yeah i filming. was running yeah tom was cycling and filming and then there was this man stood at the start of this tunnel just like not walking just stood on the edge of the canal middle of nowhere just outside of birmingham pitch black didn't have a head torch i said hello he's think i think he said hi back and he was just looking into the water terrifying and then we carried on into this tunnel like looking behind us being like what is this guy doing and then a few hours later tom was like are you still scared or can i tell you something and i was like what and he was like i think that was a ghost (laughs) (laughs) just what you wanted i don't think it is but yeah so after that section i was just like i've got another i think i still had 10k to go and i was just like oh i can't do this but i didn't want to say it so it eventually took tom being like look i've talked to the rest of the team because he was like texting you guys and he said i am fine to run 5k because he was on so his like bike. Yeah, yeah he was yeah, on yeah. the bike so he was like please let me swap with you i'll run 5k you hop on the bike um and so we had a little eighth member of our relay yeah, team so tom's, tom's, tom's the real hero here. For 5k yeah, yeah. yeah. Out, out in front of the camera we should probably actually shout out you know we did have for a lot of our run a lot of the team didn't we yeah, so we were we were always supported to try and kind of I guess um, make sure we were taking safety precautions and also like mm-hmm. we had a tracker that we were using throughout so that we could kind of plan ahead and leapfrog each other in the, yeah. the various fans because we were running down canals in the middle of the yeah. night. Yeah, but it yeah, was... so like Mo, James, and Jess did absolute troopers did the night shift and yeah. they were running between. 11 p.m. and 7 a.m. out on the trails and they were supported by Hannah and Taylor who just <laughs> rocked up to do the night shift. Yeah, I mean, Fueled Je- by Jess a, a tiger an, load. Listen to an NHS podcast in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> but then National Health off. Service if you're listening yeah. in the United States of America. Yeah. But then I, think, then I think they turned it off because in the like coming up bit, it was like, and murderers. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> oh, and how did you find it, Andy? 
so I, I'm usually the one saying like, hey guys, right, you need to go and do this epic challenge where you run across <laughs> the, the, the width of Hadrian's Wall or, yeah. um, or or I'm talking to Anna about the fact that she took on running home for Christmas kind of on her own last year where she ran 100 miles. How she did 100 miles on the canal, yeah. I do not know. That's Anna, I think you're, she, I think you're she did my hero. eight weeks. She started in July. No, oh, it's incredible. She, yeah, she really didn't. She, she smashed that and it was, she, she was part of the team this time around. Yeah. I don't think I understood how tired I would be. And how mm. tired I am right now. So hopefully I'm making sense. I don't think I made very much sense about bum chafing. I mean, I a, think you make sense, yeah. but I'm as tired as you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, so, listen, sometimes you come out with words and they might not Yes, fit. you they, do, they, Rick. They, you they, come they, out with words. You know what? Sometimes a word not, might not fit an equation. Oh, like Rick made up a new word yesterday. Did I now? Yes. yes. Oh, Andy, what type of word was it that I made well, up? I, well, you're at the, you, you're only admitting now that you made it up after I proved it to you by Googling it and looking at a dictionary. I think it might be a word. Panaz, I think was, was your word. Yeah. You, you, you were talking about someone having panaz. I, I, you're very I, much conflating panaz and panaz. Panaz isn't I think. something you have, it's something you are. Yeah. Oh, I like it. He's lots yeah. of other things as well. Yeah. So <laughs> it was middle. Of, it was the middle of the night. We'd done a night leg. We were in the car, middle of the Staffordshire. I think you and I had lost, been slowly losing our minds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Countryside, losing our minds. Uh, we listened to the, the radio. We're like, oh, radio. We haven't had radio for days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was like, and then, and then, funny thing, the funny thing was in the minibus, like no one had had the radio on. We put yeah. it on. I was like, oh, this is great. Wow. Do you want to know life. what we did have? So yeah. we had a radio station on that went out of range outside of London, and we were so delirious we for a forty-five minute journey to the hotel one night. We had white noise yeah. of like you know when a radio yeah. station, station goes off, it's just. <laughs> So no one changed it because they realised. No one changed it. Oh my and then we were like, oh my God, why does this, like, why have I got a headache? Yeah, and it was we were like, annoying. oh, is the radio on? And then they pressed switch off and we were like, oh. Yeah, it was God. like that, you know, when you're just starting to get a migraine and then you, you somehow get like a gust of fresh air or, or a, a breath. <laughs> yeah. That momentary relief. I was like, oh. Panaz. Oh. Panaz, is that what Panaz means? <laughs> Which Panaz? <laughs> um, we, um, we also stopped... Um, part way up to, to get to grab some food and we, it was a pre-planned stop at a, an amazing restaurant and they put lovely name plug, name tags out for us and so on oh my god and oh. stew yes stew but you guys got a bottle of gavi each sarah and i yeah and what, what did you get andy i, I got, got a, a I, I got a really lovely yeah. card wishing me luck for valencia but no no wine no you got electrolytes oh i did <laughs> yes that's right that's right yeah he knows he knows that's all you should be drinking now andy me and I'm rick are done for the year boring straight you crack out one, your yeah. marathon well, i've yeah. got i've well, got the bottle of gavi that you gave me here actually it was a good bottle of gavi well <laughs> it was del comion de gavi which well, I, is only second in gavi status to gavi de gavi Oh, well, that's a... Please <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't tell the story again of how a Gavi is a good Gavi. Sorry, Gavi-a-car. I won't tell. I won't go <laughs> well, down there. Well, yeah. I, need to, I need to work out what's going to be my celebratory, hopefully, celebratory anyway. Um, Next week. Tipple. Where, yeah, after... I guarantee it'll be like, ooh, an electrolyte tablet. Yeah, yeah. Or just like <laughs> um, some some kind of caffeinated drink just to get me through an hour of talking to you guys. Oh yeah, we're going to do the podcast again. Yeah. Well, me we're going to do an hour hearing about your flipping, heck, an hour. I know people want this pod longer, but not an hour <laughs> of your yeah, flipping yeah. marathon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay, <laughs> highlights for you guys from the, okay. the, the run the run home. So is there something that stuck out to you that, that was like the one moment of, I don't know, magic, peril? Can I can I just give quickly two? Two. So, um, it's all about me. Rick's running home for Christmas. Rick's loving this whole campaign about <laughs> Let's me. Let's milk it. Let's milk it. Yeah. Coming to my house. Coming to my home. Do you want to do my two for me? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Right. Everyone uh, clapping you. 
on the way out. Everyone clapping you on the way in. <laughs> Everyone on social media saying we love you, Rick. Yeah. Sarah. <laughs> Being the centre of attention. <laughs> Sorry, mate. You go. Sorry, you go. What, what are yours? Yeah. How much food we bought for how much food we ate. <laughs> Yeah, I think we did. Hey, that won't go to waste, Rick. That go goes in the centre table in the office for okay. months. And then, and then on, a, on a more serious note, at the end, when we came in on West Kirby Beach, everybody being there together, I just felt we felt like an amazing team, Yeah. first of all. And secondly, um, we had the guys there from MND who told us how much this run had meant to them about what it's going to do for them. Yeah. So that was a real lovely, heartwarming moment. Sarah. Mine's similar. Mine is kind of like a, a two-pronged moment. Mm. Today's run, so like day three, my last run, I'd swapped my 13 for 10 and was able to do it. And f like for some reason, whatever stretches or deep freeze or whatever I'd done last night had worked and I just didn't have pain in my knee anymore. And I was flying down the whatever cycle way I was on. I got a glimpse of the Wirral. Didn't know I was in special. Yeah, yeah, didn't know I was in Wales, but it was yeah. lovely. And the shafts of sunlight just came through. You're the not in Wales. Didn't... You're not in oh. Wales. Wales is across the D estuary. But anyway, geography. But I was in Wales. Oh, you were. Oh, sorry. At that point, yeah, you were touched into Wales. Yeah, yeah. So it. apparently, I was in Wales. I was yeah. having the best time ever, and I just felt such an appreciation for the fact that you guys stopped me the day before because I think if if I'd carried on, I wouldn't have been able to run today, and I would have just been like, oh don't like yeah. this challenge <laughs> it's gone terribly whereas i was listening to uh great songs and just being like oh what a team we're all our we're all our own worst enemy mm. like we had to stop rick from doing too much we had to kind of hold you back from yourself yeah. Yeah. i think that was like it was really lovely everyone was being selfless and everyone wanted to help everyone else out that's my highlight is that they're like being a couple i'll go i'll go for two as well yeah. one was a night run that i did which was that that like solitude and, and silence of like the middle of nowhere countryside mm -hmm. um in the dark Pretty, pretty magical. Mm. A little bit scary, but mainly magical. And then the other one was just being in the, in the van and, and at the various different points with all of you guys. Um, having not fully experienced that and immersed myself in it, I'm exhausted in the moments when I was like, what are we doing? Um, but kind of that's the shared experience, isn't it? And that's why I think people bond over finishing marathons or, or like a training period together or whatever. It's that power of shared experience where you're, as runners, you've kind of come together to do something that you either didn't think you could do before or you kind of, you all understand what the other people have been through because you've kind of, you've shared it yeah. with them. 100%. And it wasn't just the three of us. It was a whole team. And Rick, you don't know this, but I asked uh, Jess, our wonderful social media executive, to get some videos of the rest of the team no as a way. little message for you. So do you want to see them? Yes. <laughs> Rick is honestly one of the kindest, most supportive people ever. And ever since I started the running channel, he has been so welcoming. So I want to support him back and help him to run home for Christmas. I'm running for Rick because I was a massive running channel fan before I was even a presenter. And for me, Rick was such an inspirational person to watch. So to get to be a part of this, pretty bloody brilliant. Since the Running Channel started, me and Rick have always had our rivalry, which has always been a bit of fun, but now it's time for us to team up together to achieve something as a whole team. And MND is such an important cause as well. A friend of mine lost her dad to the disease too, and so it's just such an important thing to do. Um, the cause kind of really touched me, actually, and you can see how passionate Rick is about it when he talks about it. And I personally, well, any opportunity to run, I'll take it, but I personally can't think about a better cause to run for. Um, or a better person to run for than Rick. And he was a proper trooper. Like he, he, he put in a real shift of like, I don't know, it felt like he'd run hundreds of kilometers. He obviously hadn't quite done that much. But. Yeah, when we first said like to the rest of the team, we're doing this challenge, Mo was the person who was like, I'll do it all. 
I'll run home for Christmas. That's I'll amazing. run the whole way. That, yeah. Honestly, listening to those messages, I, I, I thank the guys actually, you know, when we, when we were out on our own in the middle of nowhere and someone was on a bike in front of us. Um, but you know, it's so lovely. And I did say that before and I meant it a lot. Um, this was an enormous team collaboration and everybody pulled together and everybody did their bit. And to hear those messages is amazing, especially the stuff they said about MND as well. So I won't bleat on anymore. Thank you guys. You did an amazing job. Yeah, we did. Oh, we almost got him crying there. Almost, yeah. almost, 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 almost. You won't get him out of me. Everyone else can do the crying. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the Running Channel podcast. We've shared our thoughts on the challenge, but we also asked for your questions about it. And that's what we're going to go into next. Don't forget this episode is sponsored by Under Armour and their Infinite Elite Shoes. Now at The Running Channel, we bang on all the time about how if you want to run fast, you need to run slow. I'm talking about the 80-20 rule. Yes, you need to do the vast majority of your training at an easier or steadier pace. And you need an everyday pair of running shoes that you trust to do that. And the Infinite Elite has brand new cushioning technology in the form of Under Armour's Hover Plus. So that's designed to support you for the whole of even your longest runs with extra cushioning and energy return. So that's what this is all about. Yeah, and if you want to check out the Under Armour Infinite Elite, head to the link in the show notes. Just before you start the question, Sarah, we've just been told uh, by uh, Tom behind the cameras that we've yet to finish a coherent piece of content within this podcast. So if you, if you are listening, I'm so sorry. Oh, we're you're we're so, so tired. But you have a bit of fluff on your forehead. <laughs> is there really? <laughs> That's probably been there oh for the whole time. Oh my gosh, there is. Yeah. fluff. Santa fluff. Oh yeah, you got yeah, it now. There we go. Ah, brilliant. It's all right, okay. don't worry. No just one noticed. It's, it's, noticed. I think that's a sprinkling of Christmas magic. Mm. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> Questions? Far away. Right. Let's start with, there are so many. Denise asked, what shoes did you all wear? Good question. Uh, we wore Mizuno, all of us, but two different types. So we wore... Several different types. Yeah, there were loads of different types. So there I was, was going oh, to say two different, as in oh, yeah, we wore like road, road and trail, trail shoes. Which was actually very hard on the route that we picked to sometimes to choose which shoe. Because if it's half and half, if you've got a half road section and then you know that there's a bit of trail... Overall, do you choose a trail shoe or do you choose a road shoe? Well, that involved a bit of planning actually. Mm. So we had the route mapped out, and yeah, we had we, little, we had little, um, I don't know what you'd call them, like like almost revision notes, cheat sheets on each yeah. of the legs, yeah, because they'd been recorded in advance, which gave gave some advice. I stuck to the the Wave Rider Twenty Seven, which is like a, a neutral cushioning shoe, um, and I've I've generally I'm relatively light on my feet, so even if it gets a little bit slippery, um, I don't mind uh, not being in a trail shoe for that. But we are doing so. Slight on my feet. Yeah, yeah there it is. Uh, okay, I, 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 I'm more just. Still got it. Well, people used to call me the hovercraft. <laughs> Still got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because. People used to call me the hovercraft. <laughs> it's true. 100% Why? true. Because um, I don't He's not think... normally this arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> is this what sleep deprivation yeah, does yeah, yeah. for you? No. Do you want to tell us your GCSE results? It's going to make everyone else feel needy. Yeah, no one wants to hear my GCSE results. Um, the, Did you even have GCSEs back then? Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> O-levels. Yeah, they're, they're just papyrus scrolls that they handed out. Um, no, uh, they, oh, they, it's not about being... Like, oh, I thought we talked about this in the podcast before the hovercraft thing. No. So I, I, don't, I, don't pick my, um, I don't pick my feet up, so I don't have any like real heel flick behind me when I run. So I actually, even on the muddy sections, don't get very muddy. Um, 
Really? It's just that's more not, and more that's not possible. It's you not a flex. You still have to plant your foot. Yeah, but the, you know so when you even get... on the muddy sections, I'm oh, fine no, because it, I just do. I just float. You do get muddy. Your legs are muddy now. I'm looking at your legs. That's because when I um I, I played a practical joke on James and ran up behind him and made him jump and he turned around and kicked me in the shin. Oh my god, that's the other thing that happened on this challenge. <laughs> yeah. Andy is the worst person <laughs> to take on one of these challenges. He is literally despite being ancient, has the, the practical joke <laughs> sense of a 10-year-old. <laughs> and skills. That's true. Huh? No, uh, you just pick the weakest person uh, yeah. in the group. <laughs> no, no, right. Like, poor James. <laughs> His heart rate just kept uh, flying yeah. through the room. Right, hang on. I need to, we need to just finish what I was... Because we've been accused of not finishing anything. <laughs> the, 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 um, the hovercraft thing. People used to make fun of me and they say I was like... The, <laughs> that I looked like I was race walking. So it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't a compliment that I was a hovercraft. Right. It was derogatory. I didn't look like this beautiful flowing runner. I looked like I just wasn't bothering to pick my feet up at all. I think Got we've it. concluded that section. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so to sum up, we were using Mizuno shoes. <laughs> yeah. Um, we next had the, question, Sarah. Yeah, okay. The, you'll see more on that in the video. Um, next question from Hannah. Did you get any sleep? And she also says, P.S. Love watching this. You're such a great team. Really inspirational. Uh, Brackets from? apart from? from you, Andy. Where's she from? She, <laughs> I'm joking. Did I did added you say that where bit. she's from? No, right. This is on Instagram. Oh, you don't sorry. say oh, where. You've yeah, only yeah, got fine. a limited amount of characters. That's fine. All right. Okay. Can I answer that? Well, go on then. All right. Fine. <laughs> what was the question again? Sleep. <laughs> sleep. Sleep. Did sleep. we get, Did much we sleep? get any sleep? Did we get any sleep? Answer. No. No. <laughs> no. Very, very little. I mean, night, night one, I'm going to say 45 minutes. Really? Yeah. Night two, we got a few hours. We got a couple hours, a few hours. Oh, I got like five and six. There was there was a bit hours. of opportunity to try to nap in the vans, but that was really tough. We did also have some leapfrogging, kind of crisscrossing overnight stays while someone people were doing longer legs overnight. So there was there was a chance to get a little bit of sleep. But as you can hear right now, no, very little. Mm -hmm. um, this ties into also running on insulin asked, was there always someone running or did you have breaks together, e.g. for the restaurant? Uh, there was always someone running. Well, Apart from there was, was a one lunch. There was yeah, there was one lunch on day two where we stopped for a bit, and a then it was about half an half hour. There. An hour half like an the hour, and then also on day three because we knew we were doing the podcast and we wanted to give ourselves <laughs> not that it's worked a smidge of sanity. We Mo finished his night stint at like 7 half seven seven a.m. and then we started again at nine. Okay. Yeah. It's, honestly, okay. if you do a relay with this amount of people, bits. yeah, it's a logistical nightmare. Yeah. So two tiny bits. fair play to Jess yeah. for sorting us all out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, sleep, not a lot. That was, was the previous that question. Was a different question. <laughs> but the main thing about that question is someone ran through the night to so, the next morning yeah. every single yeah. day. Yeah. 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 It was almost always someone running. Yeah. Have we got time for one more? Yeah, one more. Um, this was from Yanathon who asked, does this make Valencia Marathon Andy's recovery run? <laughs> <laughs> That's a this is good. That's a brilliant question because I spent the whole three days going, oh my God, I've got to run a marathon. Oh my God, I've got to run a marathon. This is the worst taper ever. Um, although um, Jess, who we've, we've credited with a lot of the behind the scenes stuff as well as running incredible distances, she is also running Valencia. And run. Hannah, who did the night shift, she ran 35 and then 36. Yeah. She's running Valencia too. I know, so it just makes me feel really pathetic, but I did yeah. spend a lot of the time being, being both motivated and inspired to get out there and do it with the team, but also mm. thinking, Really, I could really just do with some sleep now. Yeah, really, it's alright. Really You'll get got... sleep in Valencia. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 it's alright. I'll go home to the children and get loads of sleep. Right? Oh yeah, you're solo parenting. Yeah, I am for a little bit. That's that's my taper period. Is solo <laughs> parenting. Hey Andy, you chose to have a crash. 
Oh, now yeah. you got to live that with is it. True. And it was it was great to borrow your van for the week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns out that. <laughs> Every time we do one of these challenges, we just borrow Andy's well, his van. His van is six kids <laughs> and counting. Um, well, thanks to you. But at this point, Shall we should it? just like you, no <laughs> one watching. <laughs> anyone watching or listening has heard us just descend into chaos, but they can't see. <laughs> Tom, Tito and Jess off camera behind the scenes <laughs> at various points in the last 10 or 15 minutes just with their heads in their hands. Just, just what, what is at least, happening. You know what? If no one else, at least we made them laugh. Yeah. Oh, I don't think they were laughing. Yeah. They? <laughs> we're just laughing at ourselves. Yeah, oh man, I think we should finish before it gets mm. worse. Yeah, we should. What I would like to know is how are you running home for Christmas? Email in podcast at com, or if you're watching this on YouTube, drop a comment below. Let us know how are you going to take on this challenge? How many kilometres or miles do you want to run in December? How are you going to do it? Are you going to raise money? Let us know. That was her favour. That was oh, yeah. my favourite, yeah. No other favours. However, I would like to give a very, very special shout out to Hillary over in New Zealand, who in my last shout out, which I quote you mm -hmm. guys saying, no one will ever do that. She went out and not only did a P in Strava art, she spelled out TRC. That is. Should be now, the letter, the letter. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Andy. However, Hillary, if you're listening to this, uh, you have your your GPS set up so that I can't see the what you drew. So if you just pop into Strava I'll, and undo that for that activity, I'll be able to see what you drew. I don't place. know what you just said. Thank if you. you. Know, you know. If you know, you know. Yeah. Runninghomeforchristmas.com. Runninghomeforchristmas.com. And we will see you next, next week. week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. This episode was brought to you by Under Armour and their Infinite Elite Everyday Running Shoe, which has a focus on both comfort and endurance. So an ultra springy, responsive feel that protects your legs and keeps them feeling fresh, which is what Jess has been putting to the test as she's been training for over the last 12 weeks for taking on her ultimate ever 10K. And she's been focused on consistency. So being able to show up with those fresh legs every day and every week in order to put in the work and the recovery that she needs to do to run her best. If you want to check out the Under Armour Infinite Elite, head to the link in the show notes.